Hello, solo moms. Do you feel isolated and alone in your parenting journey? Are you tired of facing the challenges of solo parenting by yourself? If so, then I have the perfect solution for you. Join Solo Moms Connect, the ultimate support group for moms raising children on their own. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I want to provide a safe and welcoming space where you can connect with other moms, share your experience, and find and find answers to your questions. So don't go it alone. Be part of a thriving community of solo moms. Join Solo Moms Connect today and get the support and guidance you need to succeed as a solo parent. Join us today and be a part of a community of strong and resilient solo moms. Solo Moms Connect, building stronger communities one mom at a time. So don't wait, click the link below and join us today. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Moms Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, Increase your income and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. My guest today is Shelly Kino, IEP consultant. Hi, Shelly. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Um, thank you for being in Solomon's Talk. First of all, uh, can you tell us who is Shelly? Yeah, so uh, Shelly is a lot of things. <laughs> I <laughs> am, uh, first and foremost, I'm a Christian. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a dog owner. I'm an author. I am a uh, former special education teacher still within the world of special education as a substitute. I also am an education consultant, IEP consultant more specifically. And for mm-hmm. anyone who may not know, an IEP is an individualized education program, and it is the document that drives special education services. Okay. Oh, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like saying thank you for your service. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I imagine it's hard in the classroom. <laughs> Uh, full time teaching before the pandemic, and it was sometimes uh-huh. difficult before and since the pandemic. I can't even imagine what my fellow teachers are going through every day, and um, so I, I will take the thank you for my service for my time at doing it. But certainly, those who are still in it every day need it. Yes, yes, thank you. All right. So, what is an IEP consultant? What do you do? So I help families mostly, but I also work with school districts and helping everyone come around the table at the IEP meeting and Uh collaborate because we are there for the student. And the IEP, as I said in the intro, is the document that drives special education. And within that document, there is so much information, so much planning, so many services that are 
supposed to be um, thought about and considered and, and if needed, written into the IEP. And it it's just a very daunting document. Um, as a special education teacher, I held the meetings and I just remembered seeing my parents of my students just oftentimes get a very overwhelmed look on their faces. And mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to do something to help them understand it. It's kind of like, you know, uh, when it's tax season, I don't know all the tax laws. So I enlist the services of a CPA to help me prepare my taxes because there's all that right. jargon and there's all that stuff that it's just not in my wheelhouse. And that's what I do kind of as an IEP consultant is I come alongside the families, like I said, mostly, but I do work with school districts and I help them understand everything that is in that document, help them understand what their rights are. Um, mm -hmm. At every IEP meeting, the parents are given a copy of or they're offered a copy of their procedural rights and safeguards. And I don't tell them anything that's not in that document. All I'm doing is clarifying and pulling out okay. some of that information that is important that most people aren't going to take the time to read that document. Kind of like when you get mm -hmm. a lease on a car or a mortgage on a house, you don't read mm -hmm. all of those pages of documents. And, right. and it's the same way with an IEP. And so I, I help the families if they already, um, I can go to meetings with them. If their child already has an IEP and they just want me to look over it and um, I call it my level up program, they want me to see, you know, is there a way we could make this better? Maybe it is already mm -hmm. a good one, but they want to make it better. Unfortunately, most of the people that call me are feeling that their IEP, their child's IEP is not a good one. And they, mm -hmm. they want my services to help make it a good one, not a better one, but a good one. Um, right. And then what I do on the school side is I can go in and provide professional development for the school teams. All teachers have to earn continuing education units throughout their teaching career. And so I can go mm -hmm. in and I provide the training in the special education process and things that they might not think about or didn't think they were allowed to do. And I bring those kinds of things out and, again, just help everyone be collaborative for the student. Um, everyone at that table is speaking for the student and typically the, the student isn't even there. So we're making decisions right. for somebody who isn't, ha doesn't have a voice when all of that is being right. made. And so um, just trying to, my main goal is really to be collaborative because we usually have years of relationship within the parents and the school. And so, you know, mm -hmm. I want to come in and make that relationship a good one and, um, mm -hmm. again, make it so that the child is getting the appropriate services that they should be getting. Right. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, and correct me uh, if I'm wrong on the terminology or anything like that. So the IEP is usually a document created to educate like a special need ch needs child. Is that correct? Yes. There's an eligibility process okay. or evaluation process that if someone feels uh -huh. that either the student, it, th because the school can suggest that the child go through an evaluation process, or if the parents feel their child is in need of something other than what they're getting in the general education curriculum, 
then yes, they can request mm-hmm. an evaluation. So yes, that it is for the students who have, okay. um, they basically, they learn differently than the way that things are being taught. It isn't that they can't learn. Mm-hmm. It isn't that the curriculum is dumbed down or made easier. It's helping the child be the best version of themselves and finding the tips okay. and tools that are needed to help the child with um, an eligibility for special education. Okay. And then if the parent isn't satisfied that it's helpful to their child, then rather than butting head with the school system, you would be a good advocate or, you know, go between to help the parent one understand and the, the school knowing you know, I guess understanding as well, because a lot of times when a parent goes in, they might go in with high emotions and stuff like that. And and then the parent kind of, the the school will probably push back because, you know, their authorities be questioned or whatever. You're the peacemaker. I try to be, yes. (laughs) You're the peacemaker. I try to help. Okay. Because so often both groups are speaking different languages I mean, they're still both speaking Uh English, uh but as far as, you know, how they're using the terminology. And so oftentimes, because I am a former special education teacher, I do have that knowledge of what all the acronyms are and what all the, you know, things are that they're talking about. But I'm also a parent. So I I understand things from the parent side. And yeah, I try to just help everybody see and hear, really hear what everybody else is saying at the table and try to come to a, a good consensus. Um, but yeah, if the, you know, whether the parent is happy or unhappy, they can reach out to me. Um, but like I said, typically it's usually when they're unhappy and they've, they've tried it on their mm-hmm. own and they haven't been successful at working it out with the team. So then or the other parts of the team. And so then they give me a call. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I wanted to like pick through that because, you know, as a solo mom, you might someone might be listening and figure, oh yeah, yeah. she could help me with that, you know, because I remember them trying to um, uh, evaluate mm-hmm. my son and I, I wouldn't allow it because I just didn't understand right. all of that. So for someone who is pushing back on that, you can help guide them through understanding right. that process. Absolutely. Right? And I, I have yeah, a, okay. a live stream that I do every week called hashtag no limits, but Um, On there, I interview people who have had limits placed on them by society and they busted through those limits. And Mm -hmm. because of that, I have heard so many wonderful ways to collaborate and think outside the box of how to reach some of our students. Um, And so I have lots of ideas. Mm -hmm. And sometimes schools are resistant to some of those ideas because they're so different than anything that they have been presented with. Yes. But I also have a Facebook page and a Facebook group where um, moms can join the Facebook group and they can follow me on the Facebook page. And I give lots of tips on, you know, this is what this means Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, make sure that, for example, the biggest one that I put over and over again is anything that you do, make sure it is in writing. If you are requesting an evaluation, make Mm -hmm. sure you request that in writing. If the school has denied mm-hmm. something that you have requested, make sure that they put it in writing what they have denied and why they have denied it. It's called a prior written notice, but it actually mm-hmm. comes out after the request, but it is prior to any change that would be made. So it's confusing, but that's why it's called that. Okay. Um, 
and so I, you know, I'd absolutely love to have people join my group or, or follow me on the page. And then um, in the group, I try to go mm-hmm. live a few times a year, maybe six or seven, and just talk about one specific topic to try to, um, you know, kind of give mm-hmm. free advice because especially, you know, a solo mom, they don't have a lot of extra money to spend, yes. even though this is something that they probably would like to uh, spend their money on, they may not have the funds to do so. Um, and so, you know, I try right. to provide some of those things throughout the year to, to give that, that little bit of extra help. And then I, like I said, through the Facebook page, I, um, am almost daily writing some kind of a behavior tip. That's the, the area that I loved the most when it came to working with special education students was those who had unwanted behaviors. Um, and so I do a lot of behavior tips, but then I also put mm-hmm. out a lot of IEP tips, like I just said about the writing everything down. Right. Okay. All right. I'm sure that will be very helpful to um, solo moms who may be battling right. multiple children, you know, right. the needs of multiple yeah, children. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay. What do, yeah. What is Shelly grateful oh, for today? Um, just life. There, there are, you know, there are so many things that we take for granted in life. Um, and I am very grateful mm-hmm. to God for being who he is and providing, uh, first and foremost, Jesus uh, and, and what he has done on the cross for us. But just, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Bible and, and the Bible studies that we can do to learn, you know, how to talk to him, how mm-hmm. to pray to him, how to um, live our lives. You know, it's not always spelled out very specifically yeah. like we would want it. Like, what do I do in this situation? But there is enough guidance there. Um, and I, and I'm very thankful and grateful that he guided me into special education and then guided me into writing a book about special education. Okay. Tell us about the book. Um, the book is called Those Who Can't Teach, and can't is in quotation marks because it's all about, um, There's it's 10 chapters long, and there's 10 true stories. One is mine, and then the other nine are stories about families that have had um, someone with a special need, and it's their their story. It's their perspective, um, and, and it's called can't. The, the can't, again, is because they were told by family members, by medical staff, by elementary and and middle school and high school staff that they can't do. And then you just fill in the blanks because, you know, it's there's so many things. And as I was writing the book and I felt like I said, the Lord led me to write the book that um, he also gave me the title of the book. And he gave me that title one night because he said, why do you hate the saying those who can do and those who can't? teach. Um, and I said, because as a teacher, it makes me feel like I'm less than every other profession in the world. And yet without teachers, we wouldn't have all the other professions because teachers have to teach most of those other professions in some, some way, shape or form. And he said, but didn't you learn from your students and your family and your friends who have a child with a special need? And I said, oh my gosh, yeah, probably more than what I taught them. Um, and he said, well, that's the, the, the people in your book feel that same less than 
like you do with that saying. And he says, so I want you to turn that saying upside down because you learned and everyone can learn from a person with a disability if they just take the time to get to know them. And it, and it truly is. I end every chapter um, other than my own with these are the things that I learned from this individual or this family. All right. Okay. And then tell us about the website, um, how you can help, um, specifically how you would help solar moms. And we've mentioned a couple of ways and also how we could get in touch with you directly or connect with you online. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like I'm everywhere. Um, I am on LinkedIn. I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook and I am on YouTube. Um, and then I have my website and the website is shellykino.com and that's S H E L L E Y K E N O W.com. Um, you can reach me through email shelly at shellykino.com. Uh, the Facebook page is Shelly Kino IEP consultant. The Facebook group that I mentioned before is called no limits, changing the world's perspective of special needs through IEPs. Um, Mm-hmm. On Instagram, my handle is Shelly Kino IEP, and it's just Shelly Kino on LinkedIn. On YouTube, I believe the channel is, uh, you'll find it by Shelly Kino Education Consultant. Um, and okay. But if you just type in Shelly Kino hashtag no limits, it will pop up. Okay. All right. Awesome. And we'll put those uh, links in the show notes. Um, that's um, a surprise. That's a pretty good batch, solid batch of resources for solo moms. And in addition to that, I'm going to ask you to give a piece of advice or two or three to a solo mom with a special needs child and struggling with what to do. First and foremost, you're doing an incredibly tough job, but I promise you, you are doing a beautiful job. Um, Mm -hmm. you're hanging in there every day. You're doing what you can do. Um, second thing would be you do what you know how to do in the moment. And the next time, if you've learned something more or different, then you do it different and you don't hold yourself in guilt because you didn't know the new Mm -hmm. information sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and third, and, and maybe one of the, the biggest ones as far as behaviors are concerned, is that behaviors are communication. So if your child is having a meltdown, and meltdowns are different than temper tantrums, if your child is having a meltdown, try to remember that they are in a crisis mode at that time, and that they mm-hmm. are, they're not doing this to you that they are, this is happening to them. And just trying to shift that perspective a little bit of how you're going to handle the situation. Um, And also knowing that there's something that the child is trying to tell you. Are they hungry? Are they tired? Are they overstimulated? Are they um, missing a skill that they are needing in that moment to to move forward? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, it's a it's a myriad of things that that communication could be um, necessary to to explain. So um, just trying to figure that stuff out, and and you're not alone. Um, I'm sh- I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know it. I've had 
many, many parents tell me, um, married parents and solo parents tell me, it feels like I'm all alone. It feels like I'm on an island. And I'll be honest, that's kind of how special education teachers feel also in the world of education is that we're kind of on this island doing a thing by ourselves. And I, I've heard from so many parents that that's how they feel as well. Um, but you're truly not there. Mm -hmm. There are all kinds of Facebook groups. There are support groups, um, maybe not physically in an area where you are, but you can find it online. There is a special needs support. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's a very large Facebook group. It has like 50,000 uh, people in it. And, you know, so you could look up special okay. needs parent support group on Facebook um, and you, you know, could find something like mm -hmm. that. So don't try to do it alone. Um, try to find somebody to walk yeah. or some people to walk alongside you. Right. Right. Thank you very much. Um, that, that advice is needed. And sometimes we need to remember that everything is not about <laughs> us. <laughs> some, yeah, we all fall into that. Yep. Yeah. You know, so thank you. Thank you very much, Shelly Kino, for coming and talking to yeah, us today. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Okay. All right. Uh, did you have any final thoughts? Um, the, my biggest philosophy is we know who we are, but not who we will be. And that basically means, you know, hmm. uh, that's where the no hashtag no limits comes from. Um, because we don't know what kind of things are going to happen to us tomorrow. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Um, you know, we, we could be going mm -hmm. along at a certain rate and, and suddenly take a left turn and everything completely change. It could change for the better or it could change for the not great. Um, but we, we never know. And so yeah. hold on to that hope, um, especially if you have a child that's having some extreme behaviors. I, I could sit here and tell you hours of stories, of success stories, of kiddos who started mm -hmm. off at very young ages with very extreme behaviors who are now successful adults. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, thank you. <laughs> solo Moms Talk was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence.